0: Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.
0: Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy fan well, of the Vampire Slayer, now the Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their-
2: a pop culture academic symposium. It's true. We are the pop culture professors. I'm Caitlin Bitsaga. I'm Lauren Brickman, and you know we're smart people, and you know we're talking dumb topics.
1: It's so true, Mm -hmm. because we both taught at the college level and have master's degrees.
2: Some of us taught four classes today.
1: Four is too many.
2: Four was...
1: that. It was... that. Yeah. We need to talk to someone.
2: Please don't, because someone's going to figure out... (laughs) the scams I'm running.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. If you're running a grift, then I don't know if I feel sorry for
2: you. No, it's fine. It's not a grift. I just, you know, it's amazing what you can do when you're not commuting. It's amazing how quickly you can get from one classroom to the next. It's so
1: true. And, you know, today in this classroom, we're teaching people at standing. So what is standing, Lauren?
2: (sighs) Caitlin, to be a stand is to be an obsessive fan of something or someone. What are you standing this week, Caitlin?
1: You know, this is a weird one for me. Okay. This is a really weird one.
2: It's a I see it in the dock and I don't even know what it is.
1: It's a game on my phone, which I don't play games on my phone ever oh, ever. Okay. But a uh, friend at the show Bronson Gilmore mm-hmm. bought me a game. Thank you Bronson. And it's called Sagrada. I has to do with designing the windows on um, the Sagrada Familia. It also okay. has to do with dice, mm-hmm. and um, it—it's become addictive for me. I, I don't know. I'm not a game person, right, right, right. But it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I, you know, at first I was just playing against Bronson. Wow. He was inviting me to some games with other friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden I'm playing against the AI. I'm playing on on the
2: tutorials, I, I, I'm getting into it. Is this gonna be the best? Is this a cry for help or a cry for more friends to play the game with? Honestly, I, the, here's the funny part: mm-hmm. it, it's
1: not a very, um, it's not a game where you really show your own personality. Sure. So playing against your friends, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's not like Words with Friends mm-hmm. where it's like a funny joke between you. Like you could play against the AI. Okay. I mean, it's fun to know that you're playing with a friend, right. but. It doesn't enhance the experience that much because it wouldn't be like, oh, man, Lauren is so putting that six purple on this spot. Like, that's <laughs> that so That does it sound just like something I would do. Yeah. So who knows? Wow. It's just this is proof that you can learn to stand different things. Yeah. I mean, even as you get older, things you would have. And thank you for Friends for introducing wow. new stand Thanks, Bronson.
2: And and what are you standing this week, Lauren? Living alone. <laughs> I I did it, Kate. I am alone <laughs> and I haven't felt this level of happy in, I can't remember how long. To not wait for a bathroom, to just be able to go to the bathroom when you need to go to the bathroom. Door yeah. you open. Not have to count the minutes that you're in the shower, to just be like, I'm hungry. Oh, I can cook because there's no line. It's just, right. it's... Every day I wake up and I discover some new thing to love about having no one else in my living space. Yeah. And for the listeners, you were living with two roommates Mm -hmm. who
1: you did not know previous to moving into that apartment.
2: Yes. Yes. I had two, like, roomy app roommates that I bunkered into uh, a little house for quarantine with. We had one bathroom and... That's just, it's just, it's nice to be on the outside. It's nice to be on the outside. It's nice to be on the other side. And yeah, that's what I'm standing this week. Living that independent life. And now,
1: you know, not, not to give out your address, but you now are a gossip girl. You live on the
2: Upper East Side. <laughs> so this is exciting. It is. Please come find me. No, just kidding. Don't. You know, if, if, you're, if you're Penn Badgley, look. Oh, if you're Penn you know? Badgley, come on. Absolutely. But he's in LA now. He's shooting, right? Isn't that where you shoots? You know, you think, but he's a stalker. He could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We don't know. Speaking of things we stand and stalkers, you know what I love? Five-star reviews. We always stand five-star
1: reviews. That never changes. And we got an amazing one from The Fizz mm. called Consider Me a Stan. It reads, Lauren and Caitlin are hilarious. Honestly, I might enjoy the episodes when I have no clue what they're talking about <laughs> even more. So, so, so funny. Wow. Thank you, the fizz, and
2: I actually agree.
1: <laughs> when I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm
2: I'm loving it. I'm having fun. <laughs> the best. Well, I think I think this is a great segue into what we're going to be talking about today, which is Instagram influencers, and there's no one better than today's guest to talk about this with. Oh no, there is.
1: There's just no one better. Yeah, that's
3: true. And
2: Sarah Claspel. Oh, welcome. Hello.
3: Truly, the best intro I've ever gotten in my whole life. <laughs> Um let's just
1: call the show now. I feel great. Um, yeah, let's quit while we're ahead. We yeah. do let our guests have one <laughs> <laughs> little coin they can chip in if they want to end the episode. <laughs> no one's ever used it, but clasps out. Yep, that's it. Um thanks so much for tuning in. It's been
3: 6 minutes with We Stand Together. <laughs> I will say I um I did I was basically a glorified extra. I was on um I had a minor speaking
2: role on you um <gasps> and met Penn Bagley. Okay. Oh, Here in know. Los Angeles. Yeah. Wow. Which episode? Now I have to go back and rewatch.
3: <laughs> it's truly a blink and you'll miss it. And mm-hmm. um, there's a bunch of UCB people on it because it is when Penn, he goes to watch an improv right. show.
1: <gasps> right. Oh, right. And, and, and we should address, this is something his characters have done across different series. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. on Gossip Girl, yes. his book was... Performed... At UCB. With UCB
3: people in it, in the episode. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Nate Dern, Kate Zielinski, Benjamin Apple. <laughs> uh, I got the email to audition. They never gave me a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it hasn't arrived yet. So just hold, hold tight. Yeah, I, oh, I'm i holding all times and days. <laughs> <laughs> They have the reboot, but yeah. So Penn Badgley has a thing about wanting to see improv in his shows, and we thank him because it's keeping you know our guests and our friends employed. We love yeah,
3: it. We love it. Truly, I got my own trailer. Great.
2: Ooh, we love that almost as much as we love the theme of Instagram influencers. And you know, audience, we're always gonna put you at ease by sharing our credentials and. This week, Caitlin and I, we feel like this show in and of itself is sort of our credential because we've been using IG to connect with a lot of our stands. uh We recently had Andrew Fung from Kin's Convenience on the show. We had so much fun. That's got some of an, an Instagram DM. I've been... Working on trying to get Heather Gay from Salt Lake City yeah. on. Heather Gay from Real House
1: of Salt Lake City has slid into our DMs. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, listeners, you've not heard her on the show. So, you know, maybe that's something you you should DM Heather Gay. I'm just
2: saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying we've had a lot of conversations with a lot of different folks uh, who have uh, been mentioned on this show. And let's just say Instagram life is a fun life. But Sarah, what are your sort of Instagram credentials? Mm-hmm. Uh, well I'm on Instagram. Wow. So huge. That. That's huge. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> um
3: I'm a huge, I'm a lurker. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. um I love following friends and strangers on Instagram. And yes. I'm have you seen the the Instagram influencers in the wild? Yes. yes. Great. Yeah. Huge. It is <laughs> sorry, apologies, my cat is like having, he's going nuts because it's like almost his dinner time. Oh,
1: I'll, I'll go insane soon. So it's almost <laughs> my dinner
3: time. <laughs> but yeah, Influence in, in the Wild, a huge fan of. I do not watch their show, but I follow a lot of the Kardashians um, because why not?
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, reality show people are so much better to follow on Instagram than Twitter. Like they don't, they've never understood Twitter. They never will. Yeah. Mm. And, but they get like thousands of likes for just saying like,
3: sandwiches are cool. I say that no one likes it. Cause everyone's like, duh, of course they are. <laughs> Everyone gets are cool. mad at
2: you. <laughs> You're clogging the feed.
3: Oh yeah. I should say I am not an
2: influencer. I that. <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have to be an influencer to be an expert in influencers that's what i absolutely, always say absolutely absolutely
1: mm-hmm. and they are the the influencers in the wild it's so it seeing the labor that goes into it i i am like you deserve it not me mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do any of this oh this yeah is too much and on, on my beloved below deck sailing yacht mm-hmm. that Listeners know I've been watching the most, absolute (laughs) most boring charter guests are when they say they're going to be influencers, because then they're going to just take photos the whole time. And I'm like, hello, jump off the boat, get drunk, entertain me.
2: (laughs) I am actually curious, though, as we're talking about credentials, what accounts do you think you slurk the most? I truly wake up and check Turtle Creek Lane, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm.
3: which Mm -hmm. is a real hate follow of mine. It is, if you don't know of it, it, get excited but yeah it is a um an account of a a woman and her family and they're very rich and they live in dallas and they have like a bunch of houses and she decorates for every holiday um just spending i'm gonna say a million dollars every holiday oh yeah
1: Easily, easily. I also, well, I actually recently had to unfollow someone that mm. I was hate following because they crossed a the line into being too transparent about how bad they are. Yeah. Okay, th- this is the one. <laughs> She recently put, like, what are your celebrity crushes? And then she put, mine is George Bush. Mm. First off, that's not a celebrity. No. And then someone asked, do you mean George H.W. Bush or George W. Bush? She's like, why not both? And then posted a picture. And I'm like, well, because. And then... After the Harry and Meghan <laughs> interview, she like trashed them, and I was like, "You've just go. revealed your real character, and I have to unfollow." If you'd have just kept it a little more subtle, and I knew you felt this way, but I didn't have proof, I could have followed you. Yeah. I could have followed you forever, but
2: this has to end. Yeah, I don't know. How about you, Lauren? Um, you know it changes, but I I'm back on the Hillary Burton. Of course. uh, You know, famously of One Tree Hill fandom. Just (laughs) one of the more chaotic presences on that app. Um, You get a lot. You get a lot when you follow Hillary. She seems like a lot of fun. would just love to have a conversation with her about, like, you know, when they say celebrities, they're just like us. In some ways she proves that to be true cuz I, I she runs her account like i feel like most aunts do. Yes. Right? Like she runs <laughs> her Instagram account like like your favorite aunt and it's just some days you're getting the content you want and some days you're getting so much more than that.
1: And she's even though she lives in upstate New York, she's very middle of the country mm-hmm. and then she's like 37 but she feels 62. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> why are you so old <laughs> so
2: quick yeah yeah she has the like she has the looks of a young 30s but the soul of a mid-60s and mm-hmm. i'm into it i'm into it i can't i can't look away you
3: know who gives you who gives you more bang for your buck on instagram is mm-hmm. always britney,
2: britney Spears, yeah, oh, britney's so
3: good love her so much mm-hmm. she can do whatever she wants um and <laughs> she will like post like three videos in a row that is just her in the same outfit doing almost the same dance and I'm sure. like go for it and then her next thing will she'll post like here's a rose and it makes me feel amazing and I'm like you're nuts and I absolutely can't get enough you know who I also
2: can't go a day without checking on is James Vanderbeek
1: Oh yeah. I'm getting concerned there. Though. Oh,
2: it's it's every day we get closer to them announcing the name of the cult that they're building in Texas. <laughs> yeah. The move to Texas has been
1: startling and mm-hmm. the the children's clothing, I know that it's for photos, but it's mm-hmm. getting more and more old timey. Mm-hmm. Like, is this what they're wearing all the time? I I, yeah. I do love him, but he is someone I understand wanting to to move away from the city, yeah. get away from it all, but maybe he needs to check back in periodically, just for sanity.
2: Uh, we're we're yeah. We're keeping eyes on it. The story is developing. I fully expect within six months, he'll either have a reality show or a cult. One or, or both. I mean, he has like five kids. Five. So it's halfway Full to five. a cult, I
3: would say. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And the fact his wife's username is Vander Kimberly mm-hmm. is... <laughs> I, lo- I like love it. I would have to take it myself if it was my name, no. but I also am, I fear that.
2: Yeah. I, anyways, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. I, I truly can't go a single day without checking in on that family. I know more about their family than my own at this point. Yeah, my mom doesn't post, so it's hard to keep up with her. <laughs> She's never uh, posted a photo on social media. She won't do it. Honestly, I respect, I it. respect it so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm.
3: I know so many people who've like gotten off Facebook and gotten off social media, and I'm like, you are so happy, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> I like, can't do it <laughs> yet.
1: I know. Um, I can't even pull the trigger to delete Facebook, even though I, I keep, trying to do less on there but then I'll go back and be like but this is so funny I, I would have missed this ridiculous exchange
2: <laughs> yeah I Facebook I can't delete because of the groups you know there's just a couple of groups, the groups yeah. are good the groups are good
1: it is, it is an advantage over other platforms
2: yeah like where else are you going to find other sisters fans we, it's true. we connected with the sisters fandom uh, ahead of our live stream and so many of them logged in and were so kind so here for that. Up an
1: excellent point. But Instagram is the name of the game today. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, with that, I think we got to play a game. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. This is a game called Follow the Followed. I'm going <laughs> to give you a set of people. And quite simply, you're going to tell me who you think has the most Instagram followers. Okay. Let's start with the original Broadway cast of Rent. <laughs> Between Adam Pascal, Idina Menzel, or Tay Diggs. Who has the most Instagram followers? It's got to be
3: Adina. because she also has like the the frozen yes right you know. In
1: coming up with this game, there aren't that many people Mm -mm. from the original Broadway cast of Rent on Instagram. They're cool and living their lives. Yeah. Anytime you look up like Jesse L. Martin, you just get Jesse L. Martin fans. (laughs) The account. Uh, yeah, I didn't Idina Menzel, 1.2 million. Tay Dix seven hundred and eighty thousand though. Not bad at all. Yeah. Adam Pascal, twenty-one thousand. Not trying. Not trying.
3: Not trying super hard.
1: Did anyone here have Tigs following them on Twitter for a while?
3: Yes.
2: No. No.
1: I don't think I did either. But he was following like a hundred thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> I saw
3: um someone asked him about it in an interview and he was like, Well, I got on Twitter and my my assistant said, You gotta follow people. And so I just followed everybody (laughs) you have no idea what this app is for (laughs) no that said it it made my day
1: it is chaotic because I think Rosie O'Donnell still follows me on Twitter and she follows like 12,000 people like something that she's not checking the timeline at all but I do kind of believe her that at the time she thinks she's going to Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's never read one of my tweets ever. yeah (laughs) but Tay Diggs it was like it was so massive that it's like you don't do you even know what Twitter looks like for other people? I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. He also, he'll repost stuff, or no, he'll post
3: stuff that says, like, repost this if you love women, or, you know, repost <laughs> if um, you think that racism is bad. And it's very much like,
2: sure, um, I'm not, I I believe those things. I'm not going to repost this, but good for you. <laughs> it's so funny when you mention the Tay of it all in the follow. I do have a random... F- Celebrity that follows me, and I have no idea how or why, but Jenny McCarthy follows me. Oh my which gosh. On Twitter or IG? On Twitter, not on Instagram, but on Twitter, Jenny McCarthy follows me. Wow, I did
1: not know that. Yeah. Was it after you tweeted something about Mass Singer? No, this is
2: from like years before. Like for some huh. reason, and I can't, I don't remember why or how. She follows quite a lot of people though, so like I'm not special, but it is a random one. I don't know it how right. I don't know how she found me or why she found me. Wild. All right. Next set of
1: people, they're from Bachelor Nation. Okay. Between Courtney Robertson, Emily Maynard, or Claire Crawley, mm-hmm. who has the most?
3: Ooh. I think because Courtney Robertson was in a season so long ago. It wasn't like a decade ago or anything, but it was a while ago. I it's think 20 not 20. her. Mm-hmm. And she was the villain. I mm-hmm. think <laughs> oh boy, I'm going to say Claire Crawley.
1: You are correct. Yeah, they- I found this interesting for the exact logic that you brought up, which is they are completely in the timeline. Like Claire's 1 million. Courtney is 48,000. Oh, wow. Emily Maynard is uh, 650,000. And it's huh. like, I, I feel like those, like social media and reality TV are chugging along, like together, their intersection is now complete. hmm Whereas it wasn't, I feel like even in 2014, which I think of as like, not like the past, but it was different, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I actually looked at Courtney Robertson and the only people that follow her, one person I know, IRL, but then Jamie Otis of <laughs> Married at First Sight and also that season of The Bachelor. <laughs> I love it. I mean, only people that I know. <laughs> I went to a wedding with that Ben.
3: Uh, that ben F? Ben F. Um, the wine
1: guy. Yeah, who was friends with Kris Jenner, kind of. Yeah. Oddly. Uh, All right, from the movie Cats, who has the most (laughs) Instagram followers? (laughs) Jennifer Hudson, Jason Derulo, or James Corden? Hmm. Ooh,
3: this one's hard because there's um, crossover. They do multiple things.
1: All of these people. They all, and some too many, as we've talked about (laughs) on this (laughs) podcast. Some not enough, some too many. Sure. You know who deserves the most? Thank you. Let's say it. Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. agreed. Mm-hmm. You know who I think has the most? James Corden. It's Jason Derulo. All right. And with 7.7 7 million. Whoa. James Corden is second with 5.9. Wow. Jennifer Hudson bringing up the rear with 3.4 million. Not not, bad. not enough. It's not enough I mean, though. It isn't the enough. the most of anyone in the other categories. But uh, it is crazy. The gap. Truly, mm-hmm. and maybe she's not. Po- maybe her content just isn't fresh enough. Yeah, and we could help her. I don't know.
2: Jason mm-hmm. really does love social media.
1: He does. He has been into it. He
2: loves it. He's yeah, and it. then
1: Corden, you know, oh, I just, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, he's his content is like because he has a show, and so he's. I I don't follow him, so who who knows? But I <laughs> assume he's like. Constantly posting photos, yeah, with yeah. Yeah. celebrities There'll and be stuff.
1: Like new,
2: yeah, listen, new stuff. He's friends with One Direction. He's gonna get the follows. That's how it works. Now, Jennifer Hudson needs to make friends with One Direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
3: mean, they need to make friends with her. They should be so lucky. There we go. Fair but enough. also, they're wonderful too. Love me a One <laughs> Direction.
1: Mm-hmm. We all. <laughs> Agree. All right. So we've had we've had some categories of things you love, such as rent, Bachelor Nation, and the movie Cats, a perfect movie. You really nailed me. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, uh, but but not leastly, uh, from your former UCB herald team, Monstro, between <laughs> Beth Pill, Paul Welsh, and Dan Black, who do you think has the most Instagram followers? Oh, this- and feel free to say who you think should. Okay, I free? love this.
3: Is my favorite. Uh- <laughs> Monstro, um, a UCB Herald team for about 10 months, not even a full year. I will say, Ooh, I think who should is Paul (laughs) because I know he has the least because he doesn't really post, but when he does like, he'll post something that is like, it's a video of that, of his TV and it's someone in a drama saying something normal, but they say it in a slightly weird way. And then it's him chuckling.
1: <laughs> that is important content. Yeah,
3: and that it feels like you're hanging out with him. Mm. So he deserves it. But who I think has the most is um, I'm going to say Dan Black.
1: Correct.
3: All right. Correct.
1: Dan Black is winning with about twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. Second is Beth Appel with uh, around seventeen hundred, and Paul Walsh is bringing up third with around thirteen hundred. Wow. Uh, you know, it sounds like Paul Walsh maybe needs to take his content to TikTok. I feel like it would be mm. popular. There. I, he would.
3: Kill over a TikTok.
1: Like a watch with Paul.
3: Yeah. <gasps> the Ooh. The handle.
1: All great accounts. Follow them all, folks. <laughs> Up there is Jennifer Hudson.
3: <laughs> follow Paul Welsh and follow Jennifer Hudson.
1: Yeah. Let's think about our four winners. Idina Mansell, Claire Crawley, Jason DeRullo, and Dan Black. If that's not a, a quattro, I just don't know. That's a barbershop quartet I need. And while we're working on getting those four together for some sort of project, let's take a quick commercial break.
2: We'll be right back.
0: Are you ready to shop?
1: Okay, we are back, and I have a little thesis to present, and I I think our guest Sarah Klaspel is gonna like it because I owe it all to her. Uh, as she said, she is a fan of Turtle Creek Lane, the Instagram account, mm-hmm, and she introduced uh, it to me. She shared on her stories. I responded saying, "What what what is this? Explain to me. Help!" And she said, "I posted it for you." <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it. So we're just going to, on taking a cue from Instagram, we're just going to do a Turtle Creek Lane explainer. Uh, we're just discuss it, and go through the mind, the images mm-hmm. of the woman called Turtle Creek Lane. Now, her name is actually Jen Houghton. Uh, she goes by Turtle Creek Lane, which I guess is an upscale neighborhood of Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if she could go back, if she would just make it her name. Because... <laughs> It's like a cute name, I guess. It feels kind of like a, I say this lovingly, a a Kmart brand, like (laughs) an in-store brand that they, you know, you'd get the towels from Turtle Creek Lane. No disrespect to Kmart ever. Never. Um, So she is uh, a mom. Mm -hmm. She has five children. She is a Mormon. I would not say being a Mormon is a big part of the brand, though, I will return to this. Mm -hmm. But what I do like, like, some of my favorite Mormons on television, such as the sister wives, there's a clear hierarchy of children that she likes. Okay, mm-hmm. These children are not all created equal. I mean, they were created, but they, they didn't turn out. There's just some that she loves. And some mm-hmm. that she, <laughs> it, she tolerates. There's some that we barely see
3: on her Instagram. Barely. And there's some that we see every day.
1: Barely. Yeah. Exactly. So her big thing is decorating. Uh-huh. Like she says that her, in her bio, it's decor, inspo, and, The most positive place on Instagram. Okay. I guess I don't necessarily disagree with either either part. Okay. It's interesting. Even her bio, she says to watch her stories, which I'm going to return to that. So her big thing is really the Halloween through Valentine's Day uh, holidays. So I've shared, and I'll share them on our Instagram. I've shared with the gals. Mm -hmm. uh, If you want to look at picture one, that is just an example of... Some of her very aggressive decorating. It, it's oversized, almost like for mm. a school. Mm. Like maybe it could be cute for a school. I think it's also important. It's hard to say because it's been a pandemic. Mm. Not that she really respects that. Definitely not. They don't have like a lot of people over. Like it's not clear what this is for, except for her, her and mm-hmm. her Instagram. Yeah. And it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot uh so that's we're looking at a storybook about a witch the the staircase is a big big focal point i'd say that's the most important part of the house mm-hmm. though every room gets decorated and there's different themes for different rooms for every holiday
3: we should also note that the storybook is like eight feet tall yes yeah, yeah.
1: maximalist like if you're not looking at this right now just think of how you would decorate a macy's i guess and then put it in your house <laughs> um and then in picture two, we have this is just the beginning. And I remember how this ended up. This is her nutcracker, like theater that she put up in, in that same foyer. Oh yeah. Um, this is not the end of it at all. In fact, I'll note listener. I went through her posts and I should have saved her stories because she doesn't keep finished photos in her timeline. And I think it's because she's going to come out with a book that has them because they, It's very odd. They are not really well documented in her posts. They're more in her stories. So I think it's notable that she says in her bio to watch the stories. Now, picture three is what you have to understand is a Valentine's Day tree. Um, And that is something she has invented. It's to help her ease the depression of Christmas being over. She turns all of her trees into Valentine's
2: trees. No, that's not. Correct. Okay. Okay.
1: I also want to mention she did not spend Christmas at home. She lives in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She went to Utah. Mm -hmm. She set up all this stuff, which, as Sarah mentioned earlier, probably costs one. I I don't think it's actually crazy to say she spends a million dollars a year on decoration. Maybe not per holiday, but overall
3: she does have um in her garage there's like a huge like garage size um, storage room
1: yes yes we she has taken us on tours of the storage room and if yeah. you've ever been to like the met and they have sometimes they'll have like wings open where it's like uncategorized it's like very indiana jones that is what it looks like it's, yeah
0: so
2: i have a question I, i've heard you talk about this account i've seen a few photos yeah. before but I, i'm not a stan i'm, I'm new to this whole great thing. Mm-hmm. And we love it welcome my first question is, how how is this financed? Like, is this just purely a hobby? Is she making money? Is she a designer? Like, what is happening? So this does bring me to an,
1: a point of why I actually think this is an evil account. Okay. And not just, it's not harmless. Okay. She and her husband are worth $100 million. What? But she still does the dumbest spawn con in the world. She does like stuff with her and Tide. She does just like flammable looking clothing that she always has to emphasize she's wearing the excess size. And the swipe up on everyone. You can get this at Kmart. It comes in many colors. And to me, why that's pernicious is if you're worth a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. you're doing capitalism as a hobby is sad depraved and that's why i say mormonism is not her number one religion it is capitalism
0: <laughs> and
1: she just yeah. loves brands she loves being close to brands so is she making money there is money coming in okay. because of the ch- i don't think it could possibly cover what's going out and it doesn't need to and her husband uh, is a like a financed guy yeah i have of- looked this up i, I forgot i forget too it but it was is- they they both went to byu and he just like rocketed out and made like a hundred million dollars <laughs> for
2: instance steve houghton so it would take her a hundred years to blow through his accounts
1: yeah and like i don't think they have an expensive lifestyle outside of this mm. that i've seen I, how could i know yeah. but you know yeah as far as what's represented on uh instagram interestingly i did find her twitter which she only has 260 followers huh huh <laughs> uh She didn't find her place on Twitter. And she had tried to be a blog before. And on Instagram, she really, really found her home. I do wonder how these
3: sorts of people take off. Like, who followed, who discovered you and said, hey, um, people have got to see this and spread it around.
1: I don't know, because shortly after uh, you introduced me to her, Sarah, another group text, uh, unrelated, was sharing some photos. So like th- there was some tipping point for her where people were seeing it and how were like our friends seeing it, you know, was it like an aunt was sharing it being like, yeah. I love this uh, eight foot, witch in a home. I don't know.
3: There was last year. Um, I think around Easter, she took a couch and covered it in moss and made it, um, Obviously unsittable, but, like, made, like, there's were frogs, like, fake frogs, and maybe real frogs. I can't remember, but all in the foyer um, mm-hmm. under these stairs. And I think, I don't remember if it was, like, a sponsored ad that I yeah. got. I can't remember how I found it, but I immediately was like, I hate this. I never want to stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and so... What's important is the cast of characters, as mentioned before, mm-hmm. that we learn about mm-hmm. through Jen. Um, so we have her husband, Steve. Uh, she loves Steve. Steve will make an appearance. But but when he's there, you know, she feels she's strongly pro-Steve. Okay. We have daughter Tiffany, who I think goes in and out of being A-list. Um, <laughs> Tiffany is uh, a singer mm-hmm. who has this odd bio that she broke an engagement earlier in her life and like this is like her self-empowerment moment. And also she used to live in LA where she was pursuing music, but she left because of like
3: her values or something. Her values. And I think it's because no one signed her, but yeah, you know, it could be wrong. Yeah.
1: So she's still making music. She has married uh again or for the first time to her husband Adam. Adam is not a star. Okay. Uh we don't see a lot of Adam. Now, then we get to Stephen Jr. and Kimmy. Okay. The absolute favorites of all time. Yes. Kimmy is not her daughter, which you would, you, you'll be surprised to learn that as you look through the photos. The fact that she's a daughter-in-law is shocking. Stephen and Kimmy are her right hands in putting together all these things. Like In all the stories, it's all about Stephen and Kimmy all helping them with everything. She also has sons Sam and Tanner. No one cares. No one's ever heard of Sam and Tanner. Get out of here. And then she has eleven-year-old <laughs> McKenna Kate, who she does like. McKenna Kate. Um, she's not like old enough to dedicate her full time to working for her, so it's like not that great. It is funny
3: to because you see McKenna Kate a good amount. Um, it, yeah. is, it is there is like a wide range between the ages of the kids, but not not the craziest thing in the world. But yeah, the second youngest, this Sam, I. I have almost never seen him.
1: No, it, it feels like there's a bigger gap because McKenna Kate is 11 and I, Stephen Jr. is probably his late twenties, but it's just like, there's the two other kids that are probably like 14 and 17 and no, no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no one can say what's going on with them. Also, one of the worst things, if you're not convinced that they're totally pernicious is when McKenna Kate, can 11 years old didn't eat refined sugar for one year. Her reward was, uh, Kimmy and Steven took her to Disney world, world. or land. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Truly. Yeah.
3: I like this. I message. <laughs> I'm sure it was never read and, uh, who cares? Um, she doesn't care about my input, of course, but I sent a message that was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't stop following um so it goes <laughs> to show you that my values are. oh shit, yeah and
1: we're but... getting more followers here um <laughs> mm-hmm. so the big thing that happened to this family in the last year was Stephen and kimmy had a baby okay so we had um and you'll see picture four is the announcement of that on turtle creek lane which i think is psychotic uh <laughs> it is a photo of steven jr and kimmy okay sure they're having a baby but also steven senior and Jen, they're holding a pumpkin. I guess the pumpkin represents the baby. The women are wearing pink. The men are wearing light blue. Like, the baby gendered colors mm-hmm. makes no sense.
3: Why are the grandparents in this photo at all? It's that uh, Jen and Kimmy are the ones holding the pumpkin.
1: Yes. And where are Kimmy's parents? Is what is is Kimmy safe is my biggest question. No. And I think the answer is no. No. Um. This was our first photo. As you can see, it was in the fall. We went on to, of course, have a gender reveal because we must emphasize gender roles. You've got to. Then they had a baby shower. This is all during the pandemic. Very recently, they gave birth to, honestly, the cutest baby I've ever seen (laughs) that they named. (laughs) Combination of the names, Stevie and Kate. We got Stevie Kate.
2: No. Mm -hmm.
1: She is very beautiful. And I do think that they've... I, I believe my my conspiracy is she's two or three months old and they just brought her out. She's finally photo ready. Uh, she is gorgeous. Uh, and congratulations to Kimmy and Stevie Kate. And I hope that they can be safe in a witness protection <laughs> away from this family.
2: Wait, I have a question. So Absolutely. I just op- I opened up the account and I'm looking at it. And like one of the first pictures, there, there's a picture of Turtle Creek Lane holding her one of her grandbabies and mm-hmm. Tiffany, the daughter-in-law's in it. But is that Tiffany's baby? No. No, no, no. no. You just got confused because the, the imagery is
1: off. Tiffany is her daughter. That is not her baby.
2: What is happening
1: in this <laughs> family? And you may be looking at the post where. She says, happy Easter from our newest bunny. Oh, God. Well, there's another, there was maybe a story where that same photo Mm -hmm. and should Tiffany have a baby this week or next week? Tiffany has reemerged around the birth of this baby. Tiffany was gone for a while. And something about this baby is making her tick. Like uh, she also, there's a photo, a group photo where we actually see Sam and Tanner and they're all wearing shirts that Tiffany designed that are like for CVK. But it's very confusing. You you have to like look at the family tree. It's not gonna be I, obvious.
2: I know, because I'm just I it makes no sense why these two are holding that baby. It's so weird. And why not just the baby alone? I need Turtle Creek Lane, the series. I need the truth behind all the sunshine because there is a darkness here. It's palpable and it is real and the devil walks behind them all. I can I can <laughs> feel it.
1: hmm hmm Well, I'm hoping that the Kates are able to uh run away and um yeah, we got to pray for their sanity. And this is something I, I've spoken about with friend of the show, Kate Corcoran. The name Kate as a middle name is this emerging trend within conservative families. Look for it, you'll notice it. I've seen it in real life, and I've seen it um, in like Instagram influencer and reality show circles.
3: I um I have a bunch of family that is Mormon, lives in Utah. Um, uh, fun fact, I was born in Utah, not Mormon, oh. but yeah, that's a fun little it's fact. Fun. It's pretty fun. It's, it's fun. fun. Um, but in my family and all of uh, their friends and stuff, every time I am introduced to someone or someone has a baby, it's a name I've never heard before and it's not Mm -hmm. that it's like Mm -hmm. oh this is a name you've never heard because it's ethnic or it's it's like no these are all white people who are combining names that we already have
1: yeah oh yeah mormons have really shown us what's possible you know sister wives i can't go a second without talking about but you know (laughs) we have truly with an e we have mckelty Mm -hmm. aspen with a y there's nothing they're not giving to us it is, but it's interesting. They don't, despite being conservative and, re- like, conservative religious, they don't use biblical names. It, it, right. And there yeah. must be some sort of reason for that, but I, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's not for us to know. And, uh, so thank you, uh, for hearing about this, you know, you know, Sarah, I know you're well-versed. You didn't really learn anything. Lauren, I mean, I mean how, how are you feeling? Are you going to push the follow button or are you going to block?
2: I follow them from our WeStan account. <laughs>
1: Okay. I already did.
2: <laughs> That's a half measure. Yeah. I already did. Cause I feel like I do need to be, you know, you got to keep your enemies close, right? Hey, yeah. And,
1: and if any stands have, have just listened to only this podcast and you want to tear us down, know that we want more people to follow. Yeah. And we're not going to hate in the comments. We're just going to be watching from afar. Yeah. It is a
3: weird, it's a love, hate, follow. and I'll never stop. I don't agree with, you know, the no refined carbs mm. for your poor 11-year-old daughter, things like that. Um, but I can't get enough of it. It is it is entertaining every single day, even though it's absolutely not a thing, you know, the decorations mm-hmm. I would do.
2: I also, like, on. I absolutely don't want to decorate my home for every holiday, but, like, in a way, I also do. Like, there is something weirdly
1: aspirational yeah. about it. it me. I, sh- I should say I don't mind how tacky all her shit is. I I sort of love it, and I I'm like being too precious about like Christmas decorations to me is a little silly. Like let them be tacky and mm-hmm. huge, but yeah. like yeah. and she does. You know what? She seems to have fun doing it. I will yeah. say that for
2: her, it doesn't seem like a labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quickly, while you were speaking on this, I did. I went to look to see what her Instagram story was today, and it is a- mostly about her cleaning up after herself. It is nice <laughs> to see that she doesn't have like a team she hires.
1: I I have always been wondering about that, though, what the truth of that is. I don't know.
3: She will have um, fun videos of, like, fed up video mm-hmm. of her, like, setting stuff up. And it's usually her plus the kids or... Oh, yeah. Kimmy. Yeah. Kimmy.
1: <laughs> and every single morning she asks, what are you grateful for today? She never, ever shares the responses. Never.
2: <laughs> never. <Does> she <laughs> she just them? collects them, like, little... Every trinkets? single day.
1: Never, huh. ever, ever. The one, I did vote in one of her polls where she was like supposed to be quarantining because she was exposed to someone and then she's like, can I go on a run? And I voted no. <laughs> no, Jen, stay in. I mean, I'm sure her house isn't near anyone else's. She's probably fine, but.
2: No, but no, Jen. Wow. Wow. But you know she did. You're...
1: Oh, she like had her running. shoes on when.
2: She no, she she got in the car. She went to the mall, probably the grapevine <laughs> mall of Texas and did her jog. She'll have Instagram stories where she's also like, at. there is this like
3: big I can't remember what it's called but it's some like market or something but it's a big mall where people can buy like wholesale stuff Mm -hmm. um but it'll be videos of her and of course like Kimmy or someone is video (laughs) is like holding the phone and Jen is walking around being like look at these flowers and she'll be talking but then she'll pull her mask down so that you can see her face and it's like yes I, I do know what you mean yeah you we know. we don't we know what you look like. Um. Yeah. Yeah. um
1: but also, who cares? <laughs> Keep your mask. There's also up. a thing where they will do like go go to Kimmy's account to see the final product to try to get like more followers for other family members. And yes, yeah. McKenna Kate, eleven years old, has one.
2: Oh no, McKenna Kate. She doesn't have refined sugar, but she does have an Instagram account. That, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: She seems like a cute girl. We have no hate for anyone under no. 18 who can't participate. Think, yeah. Sam, Sam. Actually, Tanner might be like 24. I'm actually completely confused
2: about Tanner's life, but. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't tell us enough about him, so who could know? Well, folks, if you know anything about Tanner, let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just can't wait to see Jen as a friend of Unreal Housewives of Dallas soon. Wow. It needs to happen soon. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's all I got. I feel enlightened. I feel changed. um, And I feel slightly unwell, which means it's time to play another game. (laughs) Sarah, we've got a game for you today called Celebrity Remodel. I'm going to give you the names of four seriously famous folks who don't do Instagram. But I want you to come up with a pitch for how they can break into the Instagram influencing game. So I'm gonna give you a celebrity and these are people who famously are not on there, but you're gonna get them on there with a brilliant idea. Are you ready? I'm so excited, yes. All right, so tell me, what is the hook, what is the brand that's gonna get George Clooney on Instagram? How are we gonna get him trending? Great. George Clooney, um,
3: here's what we know about him. Famously mm-hmm. attractive. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool, smart wife who's a lawyer. mm mm-hmm. um, A jokester. Yeah, yeah. He and Brad Pitt are like best pals who pull pranks. hmm <laughs> <laughs> What I think is going to get him, I feel like he likes doing stuff that is easy, I mm-hmm. assume. I'm just going to make this <laughs> assumption. <laughs> Seems like.
1: He's no Turtle Creek Lane. No, he's
3: he's not putting in the effort. I think a manly cooking account, like Ooh. barbecuing okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. I think that's how he's going to get involved. He's just going to be like, "You know what? I made an incredible steak. I want to post this." And then he'll have a mall
1: is that
3: his mm-hmm. wife? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Um, Amal, yeah, holding the phone while she's like on a lawyer's call or something. Um, and he's like, here's what I do. I'm putting some salt in here. Just a little bit of cumin. Add some fun.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I like this. I like him. So George Clooney is going to be the meat man on Instagram. We're yes. here for it. Mm-hmm. We love yes. this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see it. All right. Well, another famous folk who is not currently on Instagram, but I think should be, is Olivia Coleman.
3: Ooh. That's fun. My immediate thought is um, her posting dogs, but I think that's just because she's played the queen and the queen has corgis. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. I love this. Yeah. All right, so Olivia's going to be a dog lady. I'm here for that Mm -hmm. for her. Now, this next celebrity, Denzel Washington. Ooh. I did find find an unverified fan account with 406,000 follows. So, like, (laughs) if an unverified account's getting that many follows, Denzel, we're thirsty for you. Yeah. Okay.
3: If I am running his account, I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is how we get in. Um, I'm going to say, let's make this a fashion account. Um, (gasps) Everybody loves him. He's very handsome. He looks great in everything. Um, Let's put him in just a ton of suits Mm -hmm. or let's take him to an island where he's got like island wear.
2: (gasps) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I so agree because I I was thinking too Denzel used to be one of the top references when you just met hot man you said the word Denzel Mm -hmm. and that's fallen off and I don't think it's because he's not attractive anymore there's something he's not in the zeitgeist he's not being thought of that way and we need to bring it back we do He needs to put a little effort in you know but no, it, it'll be there.
2: It's a yep. it's a great point because I was it, when I was in undergrad in one of my acting classes. Some <laughs> I forget what the question was, but it was something about like aspirations and, and dreams. And one of my male classmates just simply said, "Uh, Denzel," <laughs> <laughs> and literally just and was like just kept repeating his name. And he was like, "Yeah, Denzel." And we were all like, "What?" And That's... it remained an in infamy. But I I think you're right. I think he just wanted to be known as a hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> That was also very talented, but I think in yeah. that particular moment he was like, "In that moment, I want to be mean. someone that just want my name makes you sweat," is what he was hoping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I love. Oh, it. and he has that—he has that wonderful wife he's had for decades, yeah. so she could be in the background or like, I'd be fun.
2: I do think that's a big part of why I'm like, I know you're on Twitter, but I want you on Instagram because I want to see the whole family. Yeah. Too. I
3: mean people like um speaking of influencers people love Chrissy Teigen yeah. and um I mean I love her um just for herself but I also love how much she and John Legend love each other and their yeah. kids mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. cute it's fun I love seeing a, a celebrity who loves their significant other
2: Yeah I right. I love watching Gabrielle Union and all yes. of her family posts it's so uh, fun getting chased down by your daughter who didn't want to take a nap the other day I watched it like 5 <laughs> times her daughter's bad attitude is the best
1: thing that's ever happened.
2: I We should all be so lucky as to have an ounce of that in our life. And Denzel has adult children. He does. At least
1: one, John David
2: Washington. So, like, that could be fun. That could be so fun. Okay. Yeah. I, well, Denzel's going to focus on fashion. I love this. Now, this last one. You know, the mass Singer has been making me think a lot about... <laughs> icons, right? Like, The Masked Singer brings, brings back icons. And, you know, it's been fun to see people like like Dionne Warwick, you know, come through and then, like, you see her on social media and I feel like, I don't know, like, I just feel like The Masked Singer is sort of reinventing yeah. our relationship to icons. And there is an icon that I realized I don't know what they're up to on a daily basis and it feels wrong. And that's Cheetah Rivera. Oh, wow.
3: Ooh, this is a fun one. I love Cheetah I mean, who doesn't? How do you not love her? No one. Yeah.
1: Not one person. She
3: um, famously dancer, performer, uh, singer, but, you know, a bit older now. So probably wouldn't have like a dancy dancy account, though. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see an older
1: mm-hmm.
3: older woman dancy account. What I'm going to pitch for her is like, like a Leslie Jordan, like,
1: overshare.
3: <laughs> just yes. every day she comes on and here's just what's on my mind. Here's my flowers. I'm gardening today. Here's, um, uh, I'm not getting Here's out of bed today. Like, whatever it is. A day mm-hmm. in the life.
1: Mm-hmm. I love like, it. She, she shows us her Starbucks <gasps> order or something like that. Yeah. Like, g- granular.
2: It's just like cheetah chat. We love it. Cheetah we chat. It. Yeah, Ooh, that's oh. so good. Amazing. We love, we love it. All right. Well, this all sounds great. So, celebrities, please reach out to Sarah. She's here. She's ready. She'll run your accounts. And she's Happy got all help. the great ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break because I – I do think we need to slide into Cheetah's DM. We need to find a way to slide in. She doesn't have DM, so I can't slide in. I don't know what to do. We're gonna call her. We're gonna call her. We're gonna gonna call her her agent. (laughs) We're gonna call her agent, and we'll be right back. Together. together. Together, all right. Well, unfortunately, I couldn't get through to Cheetah, but I'm not going to stop trying. But in the meantime, I do have a brief thesis today, you all. Um, my thesis today is SMDH SMG. Because <laughs> I'm shaking my damn head, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> now, I, I felt an obligation when we decided to talk on Instagram. I felt, I felt that I had to address something because... You know, if you've ever checked out Kate and as We Stand YouTube, you may have seen a love note that we wrote uh, to Sarah Michelle Geller there last year around this time. Or perhaps if you were one of the five people that came to see us perform in Brooklyn before the pandemic, you may have seen <laughs> us do our live PowerPoint. Um, or maybe you're one of the four people in Tribeca who saw this. Uh, but we we were... We were proselytizing across mm-hmm. New York for most of uh, last winter and into the spring about how Sarah Michelle Geller is the best friend you can have on mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, and we were really into it. Like, you know, at the beginning of the episode, I asked, like, who are your daily follows? And there was a long time when Sarah Michelle Geller was my most important follow. I could mm-hmm. get lost in her feed for hours, if not days. Maybe I lost a year. It's hard to tell what is time, <laughs> but... It was fun because she loves to celebrate her friends like Selma Blair and Shannon Doherty. And, you know, we've we've made the point before that, like, she will post a photo that makes their friend look better than she does. Right. She's Mm -hmm. done this with Kelly Ripa. Um, She loves to post about Seth Green on his birthday. We're both clearly still in love with him, something that both of us should probably process. But (laughs) neither of us will. And like she gets that like she was Buffy. Like she gets what she gets what's fun about her and even if she doesn't think it's fun and even if she's not actually fun like she'll play the game on 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 social media. I'm concerned though because during quarantine there have been some red flags over this past year during the pandemic with her social media account and I I we haven't lost her yet but I'm afraid we're in danger of losing her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just want to yeah. I just wanted to sort of Call out some behaviors that I'm seeing and use your beautiful brains, Sarah and Caitlin, to see if we can maybe come up with a solution or come up with a plan for how we can get this Instagram on steadier ground. now before i before I run my mouth about what I what red flags I've seen, Sarah, are you do you follow Sarah Michelle Geller on Instagram? Like how familiar are you with her page? I do follow her, but I, I don't check up on her very often. so okay.
3: she'll yes. come up every now and then.
2: So prior to this conversation, like, it, it, just based on what you do remember, what you have observed, like, how would you describe her persona on Instagram? She posts a lot of, like, selfies mm-hmm. or, like, her and Freddie Prinze Jr.
3: Um, she'll also post, like, lots of, like, um, yeah, some, like, f- with her and her dog. But I- I'm not familiar enough to, to like, confidently uh, <laughs> answer this.
2: That's totally fair. You know, I think you speak to something that I think is... It's why we still have time to get her back on track, right? I don't mm-hmm. think that she has gone far enough in any direction yet to say, like, like she's not Turtle Creek Lane, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't think of her account and immediately be like, that's what you go there for. It's been a little confused over the years, and that's okay. Now, Caitlin... Yeah. I know you've been checking in on her, like I have. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And um, there are... I I feel there are, are several... um alarming behaviors that we've seen, alarming trends that we've seen. But I'm curious, what do you think is the most troubling one? I have really not
1: enjoyed over the pandemic Mm -hmm. the way that she seems to represent herself as possibly the most put upon person in coronavirus, specifically (laughs) vis-a-vis being a mom at home. It's not easy, even if you're a celebrity, even if you're a millionaire. But those things make it easier. Mm -hmm. and there are i do think she's trying to connect with fans and she's trying to be like i know what it's like but it's coming off like i'm the only mom in the world absolutely
2: correct absolutely correct uh this is the thing that has bothered me so much so pre-pandemic i got it because she's got this like foodsters kit company right like she was like Mm -hmm. she was becoming one of those people that like had a brand you had something you had a product to sell I get why you were leaning hard into the mom thing. Also, you're a mom. Your your family's a part of your life. But this whole, how many, like, how many posts do we need about how she needs to drink wine because life is so hard? That is not for her that is not for her that's not what we go no. to her for that's not what we need it doesn't feel safe because it also right. it's not relatable it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it it's
3: in a way you're like oh i'm trying to connect with other moms out there mm-hmm. but it's like yeah other moms don't live in a mansion and you know probably have nannies and stuff if they want them um mm-hmm. some do and good for them but yeah yeah uh, Listen, we all need wine at at times. I don't I do have any kids. I barely have a job. Um, (laughs) I live a very easy life. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. Sometimes getting out of bed is too much.
2: It's too much. It's so hard. Yeah.
3: To lean in like she is is a lot. It's just, yeah.
1: Her two children, a son and a daughter, Mm -hmm. have a birthday one day apart in September. Mm -hmm. This past September, she really, like, like was very stressed about decorating for it, no joy, and also it's like and now it's and it's just the four of us again because it's COVID. And and here's the thing: I happen to have on-the-ground experience and what it's like to have a birthday one day apart from my sibling, and it's in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, strangely, and I've seen a mother <laughs> go through decorating for that many times, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like unlike Jen, I'll say from Turtle King, she's just not taking joy in it. So why is she
2: sharing it with us? That is the difference. That has been that has been the shift. You nailed it on the head. Exactly what I was going to say. It's no longer like when she was the mom in the kitchen with the food stir kit. It was fun. It was joyful. It was playful. I'm not here for you complaining. I'm really just not. I know you need to, but I also know you can afford a therapist and a support system. Instagram does not. Instagram does not need to be that for you in this space. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're looking for when we follow you. That's how I feel. Come at me if you would disagree. It's not that I need her to lie about it. It doesn't feel like an earnest sharing of like, hey, no matter how much privilege you have, life is still hard. It feels like there's like a, it's a character game. Like it's like, like, it, it feels different, you know? There's not a lot of sense of humor about it. So this is an
1: interesting... I'm curious what you guys think of this. She does not ever show her children's face on Instagram. Right, correct. I think that's a big choice by a celebrity. And I can understand... I absolutely understand why. Mm -hmm. But then it's like you're almost putting so much pressure on not... Like Jessica Simpson shows all her kids... And I've enjoyed her brand more, not because I'm like, I got to see what that kid looks like, but just
2: because. Well, I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it rings strange. Like, I fully agree. Like, those kids don't consent. A child does not need to be on your Instagram page, I don't think. But when you choose to make your Instagram bio, chief mom, actress, author, entrepreneur, and part-time superhero, like, that. Is a bold move for someone who's not including their family. Like, just leave the yeah. she, just leave the mom out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But but it's but she's making it her defining quality. Yet we never know how the. Ki- I think it feels weird, and I think that's why it might also feel a little disingenuous because it's like there's no proof that the kids are like. How <laughs> do I even know the kid is real? <laughs> Jessica Simpson's kids. I've seen them. Um, it's just strange. I can check up
1: on them. I think that's it because she doesn't have to make her brand about being a mom. Mm-hmm. And she could do so many things.
2: Yeah, because she, she could. Is. She could just be the fun. Like I think she crushes it when she's like doing the Buffy memes. Like she made yeah. one where like it's funny where like Spike is trying to bite her and it's like you know she's trying to process like i think her throwback nostalgia stuff is so fun i think she's got so many strong beautiful hollywood friendships that she celebrates the mom thread is just weird and the mom thread is where you are getting all of this complaining That feels so like when I'm scrolling from, well, you know, now when I scroll, it's in the luxury of living alone. But I was scrolling in my tiny little bedroom (laughs) in my apartment that I shared with too many people and one bathroom. I was like, I don't want to see your empty wine cellar. (laughs) You're like, that wine cellar is as big as my whole house. Yeah, bigger. (sighs) There's not a
1: lot of couples content for as much as I, I don't think that there's trouble in paradise. I think they get along great. But you don't see a lot of Freddie Prince Jr. There's not, like, a lot of joking around.
2: It's mainly just her. And then, you know, Seth Green. Yeah. You'll see little, like, little, like, bursts of Freddie. But they're right. few and far between. Almost as much as Seth Green. She also, to bring it back to a name we've already said, she George Clooney, she does have some sort of weird connection to his tequila brand, Casa Amigos. The amount of Casa Amigos... <laughs> All celebrities do. (laughs) Somehow he sent out, like, a a group text
1: to all celebrities, like, three years ago, being like, whatever level of celebrity you are for whatever you've done, we're all now part of Casa Amigos. But, like,
2: (laughs) during quarantine, like, they sent a Casa Amigos truck to her house, and, like, she had, like, a Casa Amigos, like, branded cocktail party. She has pictures of her just, like, hugging bottles on the couch. It's like, she's full, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's hugging the bottles is a lot it's a lot it's like next level and
3: i mean that's a, a instagram i would post for sure um but my my um instagram persona is boothound so it makes mm-hmm. sense yeah for me
2: yeah Well, it's like yeah, it's just been so interesting. And again, I don't think we fully lost her because like we're still getting those little tastes of things we love. Like we're getting, we love, we love to see the Selma Blair celebration posts. We love to see the like throwback from like childhood actor days. Um, and and we do get some cute Freddie pics here and there. Not a ton, but when we get them, they're very sweet and loving. I'm just, I just want her to not complain so much but because i also don't think it's true like i think she like is le- I, I don't think she's feeling that bad i think she thinks it's funny i think she thinks or like it's related it's just it doesn't feel yeah i
1: think she's just kind of impersonating a voice. yeah
2: that's exactly it that's exactly it's it. a little it's
1: a little fakie and she needs to go back to the, the, the friendship stuff but we have to have an answer to a question we were asking even back in the day when all over new york city we were proselytizing her as the best friend you can mm-hmm. have where is Allison Hannigan? Just, they don't oh, have a relationship yeah. on Instagram. They really don't, huh? Do they follow each other? And I think I've checked before. I think they do, but uh, th- th- it like she will share a lot of Buffy cast stuff, and Willow is not a part of
2: it. Never. There was also that weird post uh, around that time where she posted a picture of herself from the 80s, but tried to pull it off like it was. Oh,
1: (laughs) I was on her ass so fast. She was a Burger King Pepsi ad. and She said, oh, the 90s. And it was like, look at a cup that big, the 90s. And first of all, it was a small. It was not that big. Mm -hmm. She's never lived in the middle of the country. She doesn't know what a big soda looks like. (laughs) And everyone was on her ass immediately like, you mean the 80s. You trying to look like you're 13 in this photo, ma'am? You're four.
2: <laughs> she, did, she did correct it and tried to
1: backtrack and say that it was a typo. It was not a typo. I, l- I liked that. I think more lying more about your age yep. via Burger King ads is what we need. <laughs> is- I was on her ass. And I went so far as to look up what the relationship between Pepsi and Burger King was. And it dissolved in like 1984. <laughs> and I was like, so this is old. Because that didn't sit right with me. I have that kind of memory where I'm like, I think you can get Coca-Cola at Burger King. This isn't even
3: true. <laughs> I love lying about age when it's easily Googleable.
1: Uh, people well she know. also Buffy is younger than she is mm-hmm. and she like celebrated Buffy's 40th birthday and a
2: little bit like it was hers. It was like you're 42 but whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey,
1: it's a character.
2: Who cares? So, uh I'm curious, are there do either of you have any thoughts anything that you think that SMG should do to stay out of the red? And 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 keep her account fun and joyful, or or just thoughts for celebrities in general about things we want to see versus what we don't want to see. Because I feel like our, we've we've we may have brought this up before, but we've been worried a little bit about celebrities on Instagram this past year. They have.
1: Yeah, we have. So no
2: one's been doing their best. We've all been running on half tanks of gas. But it but the celebrity world on Instagram has been uh, a treacherous place at times. So any thoughts, Sarah, about what these celebs need to do to keep it? I mean, I think um,
3: celebrities should have learned when that Imagine video came out at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And it came out an immediate backlash where everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, your life is hard. You're singing this off key in Hawaii or wherever you are. <laughs> um, I, I'm all about the genuine posts. I like mm-hmm. that. I think that's fun. But be careful of genuine in relation to, especially if you are a white cis uh, woman or person mm-hmm. yeah I would be careful of like the stuff that you get you complain about I say I say that as a fully non um non-famous person uh, <laughs> be complain about stuff in a fun way but you don't be you know be aware of what you're putting out
1: yeah I think I think it's the complaining nature of the SMG thing and like they imagine video and then they celebs followed it up during Black Lives Matter protests with like the, I will stand up to racism or something thing. And it was like, guys, you just did it again. Mm-hmm. You know, I think be the strong one that says, hey, one um, Tree Hill cast member that called me about this. I love you, but I'm not going to do this. And you actually should not either. And it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation.
2: Yeah. It's also it's sort of like, uh, you know, what are the given circumstances? Like understand the context of the choice you're going to make. Right. Cause
3: yeah, there's you've got to walk that line between like you have this platform, use Mm -hmm. it, or you have this platform and you know what, this let someone else's voice be heard.
1: And I have to say, I think you're right. Be genuine. And I think if you want to be a little, if you kind of want to have a persona, you got to go to TikTok. Yeah, I don't think there's room on
2: Instagram for it anymore. Go to TikTok. I one celebrity trend that I'm really into. I don't know how either of you feel, but one thing that I have thought is cool is that I've noticed several celebrities that have large Instagram followings have started the, this thing of like giving over their accounts to people who are more informed for like a day or partially here and there mm-hmm. like um, like I know Tom Ellis will often, has been supporting um, this uh, podcast that supports like BIPOC artists and like they've been posting, mm-hmm. so, and like that's most of his, like a lot of his posts are from that particular podcast and I was like that's an interesting fun trend of being like, I acknowledge that I have a lot of people that's following curious. my account but like mm-hmm. I'm not the best person to be Speaking to this, and I was like, I think that's kind of cool. I think, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. That is also It also, honestly it feels like dangerous. Like it can they're going to do the wrong. Oh yeah, thing. I'm
2: sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs>
1: like like SMG should not. That's that's high level. She needs to get back to
2: to Yeah, yeah, you're and right. Then go right. to high level. Yeah yeah this is
1: not for all the celebrities that
2: listen that may not be the right move for you it could be but yeah but, but not. it's not for everyone it's not for everyone it's not for everyone you're right you're right smg's not ready honestly for that. maybe go on tiktok <laughs> well here's a question will instagram survive the tiktok wave or will, will instagram be like myspace and facebook before it or will it remain prolific I think it'll stick around because it's done a good job of
3: incorpor- like it incorporated all of Snapchat's features mm-hmm. um, and was like, see you later, Snapchat. You're not a thing anymore. Um, and it's yeah, it's like got reels now to mm-hmm. uh, compete with right. TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love a world where they both exist, but I'm also yeah, yeah. a glutton for punishment of just too much <laughs> social media stuff to make myself feel bad about
1: (laughs) and I I do think you might see more reality star type people move to TikTok Mm. like not away from Instagram but putting their focus on TikTok but Mm. I think you might see them completely delete Twitter wow but Twitter's not going anywhere it has a different purpose but
2: wow well Sarah this has been so fun doing a deep dive into Instagram with you for those that want to stalk you on Instagram or anywhere else where can they follow you where can they (laughs) find you um, you can find me, uh, at Classy, um, on
3: Instagram, Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I barely do anything. I can't even remember what my name is there. So if you find me, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Just put Sarah. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. I, I'm probably the only one. Um, <laughs> I think so.
1: I can't name any others. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you guys
3: so much for having me. This has been, of course, such and a delight. On
1: theme, Sarah has to go teach, so she's got to go pop culture professor out there. So, Stance, you can find us at We Stand Social across all all the things. Anything that's going to exist, you can find us there mm-hmm. at that. So, look for us. Uh, write us a five star review. Email us We Stand Social at Gmail, and just in general, love us. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time now the Backstreet boys are wow.